0: This is the Thursday, November 11th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight, including some Thursday night football size totals and props. So settle in and we'll set you up in slightly more than 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Fulgeman and Anita Marks, Prop Queen and Prop Prince with you on a Thursday morning. As always, going to dive into Thursday Night Football between the Ravens and the Dolphins. Have some NBA games to touch on as well. So, Anita, let's kick it off. We got the Ravens in Miami laying seven and a half, total of 46 and a half. How are you looking at uh, developing a game script for this matchup?
1: First things first, can we get t-shirts made, Prop... Prop queen, prop prince. You I'm know, all about
0: that. About you, know, that you, know, you
1: know, I know a guy.
0: You know, I know a guy.
1: <laughs> considering it's all I do is wear T-shirts on the show. Anyway, okay. Uh, how am I playing this? Um, you know, I I, I love the – start the week outright, and that's teasing the Ravens down. Two-team, six-point teaser. Tease them down to minus one and a half. Um, that's what I would do. Also, I like the Ravens over 27 and a half points. You know, as we stand right now, and we're recording this podcast earlier, we're still not certain who's going to be under center. We can assume that it's going to be Tua. We just don't know. It's a short work week. Uh, they're down another center, Greg Manez. I hope I'm pronouncing that properly. He's out because of an ankle. And you've got a Ravens defense. They blitz 30% of the time, and they're flying high. As we know, coming in after a win against the Minnesota Vikings in overtime. Their offense, Baltimore's offense scores 44% of their offensive snaps and teams are averaging a league high 13 red zone plays against the Miami Dolphins. So I see a lot of points being scored here with the Baltimore Ravens. So again, I, I like the 27 and a half and I'm going to get into in a minute when we start talking about prop bets, um, a big, big nugget for Lamar Jackson in Marquise Brown. So stay tuned for that.
0: All right. I will uh, take a similar approach to you. I'm going to do a two leg six point teaser with this game on the side. I'm the same as you. I'm going to tease the Ravens down to one and a half and then the total go either way. I'm actually going to go tease up to 52 and a half and play the under. And my concern is that the dolphins won't bring much to the table here. I, I know the Ravens can put points up on the board with the way Lamar is playing. Obviously their run game. Isn't what it once was, but, They have Lamar Jackson, who is the most dangerous weapon in the NFL, and he has grown as a passer this season. Not surprising because Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown have been healthy and played at a, you know, Pro Bowl caliber level. And then they've added someone like Rashad Bateman in, who has, uh, you know, acclimated himself well as a rookie out of Minnesota. So uh, I don't know if the uh, Ravens will need 30-plus points to win this game. I think this is a 21-24 point target for Baltimore's offense because I just don't think – Despite some of the issues Baltimore's defense has had due to injuries, I just don't think Miami, whether it's Tua or Jacoby Persept, is going to bring enough offense to the table with all the weapons that are missing. The Ravens can focus on Mike Kosicki, can focus on Jalen Waddell. That's about all they have to work with there. So I'm going to tease the Ravens side down to one and a half. I'm going to tease the total up to 52 and a half and play that under. All righty, let's get into some props as the Prince and Queen love to do on a Thursday. I will let the Queen go first. She is the Majesty, Mm -hmm. so the floor is yours, my lady. Share uh, (laughs) share with the people some winners.
1: Oh, Tyler, I love working with you. All right, so let's talk about the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown are both from the South Florida area. This is what football players love and thrive in and that is going back home especially for these two dudes to play in front of their friends and family at on that bright lights big stage thursday night i'm expecting a big game from both these guys so lamar longest completion over 37 and a half yards marquise brown longest reception over 24 and a half why um miami they blitz a lot 30% blitz rate what happens when you blitz you're open to the long ball Opposing offenses are averaging five plays of 20 yards or more a game. And Brown has 26 targets the last two games of 20 yards or more. So I think just the way that Miami plays defense, the way that Lamar and Marquise Brown have been hooking up offensively, I love these two prop bets in regard to longest completion and longest reception. I also like Marquise Brown over four and a half receptions as well. And last but not least, my, my, my other Ravens prop that Devontae Freeman over 10 and a half rushing attempts. Latavius Murray is still doubtful. Everything I'm reading right now is that more than likely he's going to be inactive. So uh, he's had 15 touches for over 80 total yards last week. And, uh, and, and backfields are averaging anywhere between 28 to 30 touches a game against the Miami Dolphins. And that kind of like bodes into your game script, Tyler, in that I'm sure you're thinking the same thing, that the Ravens are going to be running the ball a lot towards the end of the game.
0: Yeah, I, I do think the Ravens are going to uh, get out early. Um, you know, I considered laying the seven and a half. I just wish it was seven or less. That's why I teased uh, the six points. As mm-hmm. far as props, I'm going to focus on the Ravens side, specifically uh, the guy that everyone loves to watch, and that is quarterback Lamar Jackson. First and foremost on DraftKings, you can find a, you know, passing plus rushing yards prop for Lamar, and it's only 307 and a half yards. I would play that over because this season Lamar is accounting for more than 360 yards of total offense. Now, in this particular matchup, I think the best way to exploit the Miami defense is through the air, especially since. Uh, he has his full uh, complement of weapons and they're in good matchups. The Miami pass defense has been very uh, disappointing and underwhelming so far this season. So, if you want to isolate where most of that yardage is going to come from and play another prop, I would single out his passing yardage prop, which is 237.5. Just know that Lamar has averaged 276 passing yards per game this season and has only been under that number, I believe, twice uh, all season long. So, Um, I'm expecting a lot of action through the air and Lamar being efficient, um, Mark Andrews, I think is the, um, particular target I want to focus on. Miami has been dreadful defending tight ends, uh, this season and the passing yardage pop or receiving yardage prop for Mark Andrews, only 48 and a half. Um, I would play that over. I would dabble a little bit and Mark Andrews being a touchdown score. You can get a good price on that. Um, but that's how I think most of the – that's how I believe the Ravens should attack a Miami defense that has a weakness definitely through the air. And Lamar, um, with no running game there because of all the injuries, um, the Ravens have turned into a team that has a higher pass rate than run rate, and Lamar is absolutely delivering in that role. Anything on the Miami side that you like? I'm not really um, interested in dabbling there since there's some uncertainty around quarterback and all the injuries. Uh, I know whoever it is, though, Jacoby Brissett or Tua Tunga-Vailoa, uh, they really only have Mike Gasicki and Jalen Waddle to throw to, and the Ravens have given up some passing yards um, this season. So if you have the stomach uh, and you want to bet something on the Dolphins' side, I would consider those two pass-catching targets. What about you, Anita? Anything in Miami side that you like?
1: Yeah, when I'm looking at the Miami team, I'm looking at volume more than uh, right. results. So, right. for example, you know uh, Malcolm Brown is still out, so – you know, Miles Gaskin, he's getting the bulk of the carries back there. You get him over 11 and a half carries for minus 105. I do like that. Ahmad is the other running back back there, but he's also utilizing the passing game. And the Ravens, uh, not so great. 22nd in the league in receiving points allowed to opposing running backs. So I like Ahmad over 28 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Waddle, again, the volume because Devontae Parker and uh, – and um uh Preston Williams uh, is that who you're thinking of Will Fuller Will Fuller Will
0: Fuller Fuller. yeah they're
1: both out so again volume Waddle uh, he got he got eight he got 10 targets last week I see a lot of the same so over five and a half receptions and you talked about Gesicki um I like over four and a half receptions I also like here is uh production and that is over 54 and a half receiving yards uh the Baltimore Ravens are 30th in receptions against opposing tight ends and 32nd in receiving yards against opposing tight ends. Tight ends are averaging almost 75 yards a game against them. So, um, so Gasecki would be the over in 54 and a half receiving yards uh, as in regard to, um, you know, more, so more, not just volume, but uh, right.
0: result. Yeah. Gasecki is someone who's basically a wide receiver in a tight ends body. So he can align in line yep. or, uh flex out wide and be a, a matchup uh, nightmare. Waddle you usually run a lot of low A dot, which is average depth of target routes. So he has to create after the catch to um, to get his yardage. So um, I like what you're doing there with Gasicki. So sounds like that's the way we're going to approach the Miami Baltimore game tonight. Good luck in all your Thursday night football betting endeavors. After a massive 13-game slate in the NBA last night, just a tiny little three-game slate to dig into in the association, Anita, um, what do you like tonight in the association?
1: Yeah, so I, I like Philadelphia, and I like I like the Clippers. I just don't like laying the points. Um, you know, this Toronto team, as we know, they're young. They don't do well on back-to-back, and this is their second game of a back-to-back. They're 6-11 against the spread. They're not shooting well, 52%, no Siakam tonight. So, I do like Philadelphia, even though they don't have Embiid. So I'm going to play a two-team Moneyline parlay. So I'm going to take the 76ers on the money line, and I'm also going to take the Clippers on the money line. Again, the Miami Heat haven't been great as of late. They're in the middle of a five-game road trip out west. This is their second game of a back-to-back, and it sounds like they're not going to have Jimmy Butler, and Paul George has been great this season. So my game play is, again, two-team Moneyline parlay, Taking the 76ers and the Clippers, some prop bets that I like in the Philly game. Man, uh George Niang has become a crowd favorite. And of course, mm-hmm. they're in Philadelphia. I like over points for him tonight. He's averaging 25 points a game. I'm sorry, averaging 25 minutes a game. So, and, and again, the prop bets have not come out yet because there's so many injuries here. So I'm just I'm sharing these with you. I don't have numbers, but I'm gonna be keeping an eye on them and, and, and see when they do drop. But Niang over points, Drummond over rebounds, 20 rebounds and 25 rebounds his last two games with <laughs> Embiid out. And it's not like, you know, the Raptors uh, have a, a really, you know, frightening uh, front court <laughs> that's going to uh, contend or contest with him. And then last but not least, my other prop that I like is if Jimmy Butler is out, Tyler Hero um, over points. He had 27 points last night with uh, if Butler's out. Uh, the, the sky's going to be the limit in regard to uh the amount of shots he's going to take and so i like over points for hero of course if butler is inactive
0: yeah it'll be green light go for tyler hero he's worth playing the over no matter whether butler's in the lineup or not because coming off that bench he is allowed to just absolutely chuck with reckless abandon um i'm going to look at the utah indiana matchup it's in utah uh the pacers played last night the uh, jazz did not work one of the few teams that did not. And this has just been a trend that you can take back to last year and it's carrying over into this year. It was my best bet um, on the show on Tuesday and it cashed. When the Jazz are at home, they're just a, there's a wagon. Uh, the elevation in Utah, especially for uh, the Pacers playing the second leg of a back-to-back there in elevation yesterday with the uh, Denver Nuggets. I'm going to lay the 10. It's a big number, uh, but the Jazz have been really, really good covering the number at home uh, because that's such a difficult place to play. So Pacers, um, not quite healthy, um, 100%. I'll take the Jazz laying 10. I like what you're putting down with Miami uh, and the uh, Clippers. I would also consider the under there, 211.5, especially. Um, especially if Butler's not playing that limits the offense a little bit, but these have been two teams that have been really good defensively so far this year. All right. That'll do it as always on a Thursday, slightly more than 10 minutes, but hopefully you, hopefully you enjoy listening to the prop queen and the prop prince drop some knowledge on you. Please do us a favor and don't forget to rate review and subscribe. If you're enjoying the show, it helps us out tremendously. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow on the daily wage podcast.